So you are playing Stupid Zelda. Yeah, I just started getting back into it uh, the other day. Alright, cool. Then I'll leave Stupid Zelda for with you. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Do you not want Stupid Zelda? Yeah, I'll, I'll play it. I'll beat it. Okay, because I can take it on this road trip. Either way. Oh, you're going on a road trip. But if you want to play it, I'll leave it with you. Well, if you want to play it, you should take it, because it's yours. I don't want to play it. Okay. Oh, there's 9 o'clock. It's not 9 o'clock. Oh, it is 9 o'clock. Good morning. Oh. You're listening to WPEW LP Bradbury 107.7 FM, your community radio station. Oh, the end of my nose itches. It's Sunday the 9th, 9th of May. And uh, the race is just about to start. Perfect timing. Hi, this is the Hank and Mike show, by the way. <laughs> and and Amos. Hello, Hank. Hi. Hello. What's up? This is a. Yeah, it's a. This is the Adventures of Dingus and Dangus. That should be a podcast. More, I'm Dangus. More like the Adventures of Dingus One and Dingus Two. Yeah, that's fine, too. Uh-huh. Uh, we're on an adventure. Why? Oh, race started. No, never mind. This is the formation lap. Not to talk about it. <laughs> Vale told me not to give updates on the race during the show. Why is that? It's so what are you boring. talking about the race? Anyway, Henry, you guys are on an adventure. Where are you? Henry, Henry started watching Formula One race race cars oh lord my brother's actually lost his marbles so not nascar he doesn't watch nascar no that's boring he watches f1 yeah uh, where are they racing today barcelona barcelona uh-huh okay where are you we are in cape cod interesting massachusetts Oh, good morning from Castine, from Uncle David and Company. Oh, nice. Good morning. We're kind of close to Castine. Not really. In that we could swim there. No, you couldn't. No, we couldn't. It's cold. And far. The water's cold. <coughs> Why are you uh, in Cape Cod? Uh, we decided to take a little vacay, get out of Brattleboro. And uh, we left on Thursday afternoon, and uh, we've been jumping around uh, the Rhode Island, Massachusetts area. Hmm. On our way home now-ish. Not really, but yes. Okay. We're going back to Providence as we speak. Okay. That's Rhode Island. Yeah, I'm going to go there in a couple weeks. Why? For stupid Asa's wedding. Oh, right. Duh, we talked about that last Stupid week. Asa. Asa is stupid. <laughs> is he in Providence? Uh, I mean, he said good morning from Castine from David Voss and company, so I don't know if that means he's in Castine as well, or if he's home. Well, he's stupid, so we don't have time to see him today. Okay, are you going to see my grandmother? No. What about my Uncle Peter? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to actually leave Mike there for a few days and hang out with Peter. Oh. Uh, Rounds wants to know if you caught any fish. Uh, we're not there yet in the story, Rounds. Sounds yeah, like a, not really sounds like a big no. <laughs> Alright, the whole point sort of to this trip, the number one point was to get out of town. And we succeeded in that, out of town, right? We're adventuring, we're seeing new places. Uh, new places include Hyannis, Massachusetts, Provincetown, Massachusetts, and a few parts of Rhode Island, Mass uh, <laughs> Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Wow, Rhode <laughs> Island, Massachusetts, must be a new town. Yeah, I screwed up that one. Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, race started. Um, would you like to hear Amos's highlights? I would love to. Amos? Um, my highlights were, boy, I don't know. 
was the highlight? Uh, Provincetown was really fun, Henry. Was it food? You would love it there. I know Glenn loves it there. Yes, that makes a lot of sense to me, just because of the nice food and stuff there. He says he got the best massage of his life there once. Oh, boy. So he went with Rounds. No, I believe he went with Rosemary and maybe even Tiny Wyatt. Oh, little Wyatt. I miss that boy. But no, we did have some delicious food, I will say that. We've had a lot of seafood, a lot of fresh seafood. That sounds terrible. Continue. We've actually had some really good pizza. Yeah, a couple good pizza places, actually. There's a place called uh, Three Fools, which is in Orleans, just before Provincetown, headed out towards just a tip. And, um, and it was it's actually Zach Corbin from Peter Havens. It's his best friend that runs the place. So shout uh. out to Zach for sending us there. That was cool. Um, where did you say, well, now there's two fools in Three Fools? Yeah, except we didn't get to go in Three Fools. But it's actually funny you say that because we were on the uh, on the phone with a friend of ours, Emma Stewart, and I said, we have Three Fools on the radio and we're going to Three Fools, so that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Good yeah. one. Uh, I, I will say <laughs> that um, the Cape Cod yeah. is, is not really open yet. Hmm. Uh. The not many closed? tourists. It was very tourist-free. Uh, half nice. of the restaurants were not even open. Well, it is only the beginning of May. Yeah, plus we've everyone we've talked to, they're like, people are trying to open, but they can't find workers. Huh. Yeah, they anticipate being a lot of stuff closed, even in the heart of summer, because they cannot find help. So it's not just in Vermont. It's <coughs> everywhere. So if you're listening to this and you need a summer job, head on down to Cape Cod. I'd be willing to say it's worse here than it was back home. Well, we'll see what happens once all these unemployment benefits so? end. No, I think it's just, it's everywhere. It's mm-hmm. So, Mike, why don't you tell some more of our chat? Well, the, the main reason why we ended up coming to Cape Cod is because we wanted to do a fishing charter. Uh huh. And we found one out of Dennis, Massachusetts yesterday. Uh, we were scheduled for noon. Mm-hmm. And from the very moment we scheduled, our boat captain, Matt, uh, was in contact with Amos, telling us that the weather didn't look good, the weather didn't look good, and we have to keep an eye on the weather. Well, if so, I've learned anything from Dawson's Creek, it's that. When you're on the Cape and the weather looks like it might not be good, you don't go out in the ocean. There you go. Dawson's Creek to the rescue. That's how Pacey lost his boat. <laughs> yeah, so it, tur- it turns out when you're in the Cape and the winds are coming from the northeast, there's nothing to stop the waves and the wind. Right. Which is exactly what happened when we left yesterday at 3 o'clock. For our boat tour. For your noon boat tour? Yeah, we pushed back to three because the winds were turning favorable and the tide as well. Uh-huh. Uh, so, we, yeah, we, we put out Amos, myself, uh, friend Jason, and the boat captain. And uh, we headed straight into the wind and the waves. That sounds and, awful. How many times did you throw up? Well, none. Nobody threw up. That's pretty good. Uh we had to go super slow to get out uh, right. because he didn't want to get us soaked, basically. Right. That's nice of him. And it was it was like a roller coaster. And it was not warm, mind you. It was chilly. Yeah. Yeah. We had jackets. And it was about 50 degrees temperature-wise, but then with the wind and the water, it felt more like 30. That sounds absolutely terrible. <clears throat> In so, so I don't know, ways. it took us a good half hour, 45 minutes just to get out to the, the point where he wanted to fish. And you think it sounds terrible, you wait till the story, it gets worse. Oh, good. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so he gets to the point where, now we're flounder fishing, which means that you uh, you just drop your bait down to the bottom, you bounce it off the bottom, and then if a fish hits, you pull it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, he turned us turned us into the like away from the wind, and you sort of float with the waves and the wind 
along these paths and you just you fish and uh amos uh we made it through one full float which was what 15 minutes or so <coughs> then i decided that it was time for me to get off the ocean <laughs> rounds uh, round says this is a long way to say that you got no fish we, we were on the water for about one hour at this point, and uh, I, Amos gets real quiet. He goes to the cooler and grabs an orange Gatorade, comes back to the front of the boat next to me, and is like, I'm done. It's over. And I was done at that point. <laughs> the captain saw all this and is like, okay, what's up? How are we doing? Uh, communication was basically gone at this point. And, uh, you know, the captain says, can we give it 10 minutes? Just we'll take it up to one more run and we'll see. Uh, nope. Nope. Is that when Amos said, I'm the captain now? He said, I'm the captain now and we're going back to shore. Yeah. I did. But, okay, so let me interject real quick. Mike has not, at this point, told you that at this point, we had already caught four fish. Oh. It's not like we got no fish. So yeah, we had already got what two flounder, uh, two two flounder, two robin fish. Yeah, one which I caught. Amos did catch the third fish of the day. Who caught the last one? Uh, I caught the fi the last fish. I was the last one of the four to catch a fish. Per usual, as you all have, may have fished with Mike and Bradbury. Yeah, last catch. So we turned the boat back to shore. It actually only took about ten fifteen to get back into shore. Right. Uh, dropped Amos off, called the hotel. He walked back up to the car, and uh, then we left. We went back out on the water. I went to the hotel. Good choice. I wouldn't have gone on the boat to start with, because, you know, why would, yeah. you, why would you go into shark-infested waters? It was so, my second attempt at it, and I have learned that life on the ocean is not for Amos. No, it's life on the ocean is for fish and mer people. Especially if it's bumpy. Right. So yeah, once back on the water, we got back out to the point. It took us half the time to get back out as the first time because mm. the wind had died down, and uh, we ended up doing about six or seven more floats until about seven thirty. Uh, we ended up catching eight uh, winter flounder. Maybe 10 robin fish, uh, a mackerel. We got an actual skate, which is really cool. An ice skate? Yeah. They said it was a roller skate. A roller skate, not an ice skate. Oh, that's weird. What was it doing in the ocean? And, uh, it has to come off somebody that fell off a boat. So, ultimately, we're coming home with about one gallon plastic bag worth of flounder and uh, uh, he felt bad for us so he gave us a full bag of uh, clams as well <laughs> oh that's funny and we ended up we did pay full price because he did go out of his way to cater to us multiple times which you know it is what it is I feel like I definitely got my money's worth. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, I'm buying Amos a couple meals on me. <laughs> like, like, I actually have to eat these meals off of Michael's stomach. And so well, that's when where you get the sushi on the naked back. lady? So, yeah, that was sort of the fishing adventure. So, I just, there you go, Rounds. They actually caught some fish. Who would have thought? I guess the moral of the story is for the price you pay on a fishing charter, it's really not worth it. <laughs> well, you know, you're but paying for the experience of six hundred dollars oh. in case anyone was wondering. What? Yeah. That American doesn't seem dollars. if you had more people. Is that fish made of gold? Uh roller skates. But yeah, between the two of us it was two fifty apiece and then the third guy that we invited he paid for the tip for a hundred, so that was the way we worked it out. Man, no thank you. I spent $250 on worse things. Amos, probably not. 
Yeah, right. Um, that's quite debatable. You should ask Zeke about that. He just got one hour oh. little bull ride. It was more like a roller coaster ride. Well, funny you say that, Amos, because here comes Zeke just to talk about that. Oh, I love him. I wish. Are you, you joking us? Yeah, I'm joking you. Zeke's not here. <laughs> okay, so me and Mike are about to drive off a bridge because that's very disappointing. Oh, you need to see how cute my cat is right now, just sleeping on the. We got a new little Happy love seat. Put it on the Instagram. Have you even said happy birthday? Or, yeah, right. Happy I mean, birthday? Happy birthday. Mother's Day to our beautiful mother. No, I haven't. I wish you would. <laughs> like any second now, just, just throw it out there. Uh, yes, happy Mother's Day. I, I still am against Mother's Day and Father's Day and Valentine's Day. Well, she was extra special to me because she watched my perfectly behaved, wonderful daughter of a dog. Well, I went out there yesterday and your dog was not perfectly behaved. <laughs> oh! I'm not sure. We must be getting different reports. I love that. What's this? Tell us the sort of story. No, I mean, she's just insane and loud. And she barked <laughs> she inside the house. We don't bark inside the house. It's bad. She doesn't listen. You know, it's funny, Hank, but I was talking to Mom about this. She's always been like that with you. Like, I think it's because the first time you met her, you played with her so much, and now she expects the most out of you, so it's really on you. No, she needs to learn that you don't always get what you want. How do you feel about hitting pets? Not good. How do you feel about hitting other people's pets? Less bad. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about hitting rounds? Uh, it depends if he deserved it or not. He deserves it. Browns oh. did get his get a beaver out of his way. I'll just leave it at that. Oh yeah, yeah. Update on the rounds and the beaver hunts. He got one. Uh, rounds wants one. rounds wants to know how much the the boat charter charges for three people out, two people back, no questions asked. Well, it was the same price. Yeah, same price, six hundo. Oh, that's a pretty good deal, I guess. Um, what were you saying? The beaver update. Well, funny you should say that. I went out that way yesterday. Uh, Jed was in town. So I went out and had lunch out there with all thems. And, uh, those beavers are doing some serious work out there. It's insane. So, Rousey's not lying to us. Oh, no. There's, like, they've built a real fortress a multi-tiered fortress but now like the the section of the pond down by jessica's house is like a real pond it's weird but how close is it to flooding the driveway rounds's driveway very close but um jessica's driveway Jessica? not at all it's fine down there that, that culvert doesn't get backed up at all was there it sure did we had a few times that was flooded well yeah that was eons ago it was like 25 years ago or something it's more than half of my life that's a good point yep but that is so the beavers are responding to COVID by building more intricate fortresses is what you're saying yeah they're doing a really good job of building beaver forts that so yeah, that sort of wraps up to the Cape Cod Bay, hey? Wow, that's awesome. That was, that I will, was it. I will say that, that Provincetown was really kind of cool. And it was very quiet, but still a lot of, like a good amount of people. Yeah. I can, I can only imagine what that place is like in the swing of summer. Especially when they're doing some of their more risque festivals. Right. Like Bear Week. They, a lot about Bear Week. They have some very risque festivals. I've heard that before. Oh, oh man. Dimmick actually already booked his trip back. He was embarrassed to go to this one shop we saw. So another shop called Cock and Bull Leather. Um, a chicken and a bull. Were they friends with Noel? You know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he had a connection 
to the leather shop. Yeah, because uh, Mike's boss slash uncle used to have a leather shop. Correct. For those that don't know. Well, hopefully he's listening today. Uh, you know, he does listen, and I like Noel a lot. He's a good dude. There's a good chance that they are listening. Mike uh, says a lot of negative stuff about him. He's a great guy. Yeah, we saw him out on the golf course the other day, and Mike try, kept trying to get me to hit balls at him for some reason. <laughs> That's what I mean. First of all, the way you hit the ball, sometimes I wouldn't be surprised if you did hit him. Yeah, that's true. He, I, he doesn't know how to not swing at 140%. Oh, I know. I'm what is the point of swinging a golf club if you're not going to swing it as hard as you can? Because it's finesse. Have you watched the LPGA tours? No. It's not like I can talk because I don't, I don't know how to swing either. You had that beautiful birdie. I had a beautiful birdie. It was a legit beautiful birdie. It was beautiful. <clears throat> well, great. That's our show for today. Probably going to be the only nine holes I golf this year, unless I get into a tournament. When are you? What are you doing this week? I'm leaving tomorrow. Oh, that's so dumb. I'm I'm going to Kentucky and Arkansas starting tomorrow. You should push it off a day, and we'll go after work tomorrow. For a tournament? No, for funsies. No, I'm pretty much only going to play tournament ball for the rest of my life. All right. Are you fine. still working on Northank? Yeah. If you be around, I'm going to meet you. That'll be fun. Yeah. The, hoop is, the hoop's not bad, and it's wicked cheap. Well, it was wicked cheap because they had just aerated the grains. Oh, that's why. And we won. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be wicked cheap for another week. All right, we do need to start paying attention to where we're driving. Why? There's only one way to go. There's two ways to go, ding dong. We're entering Sandwich, Massachusetts. Uh, I could eat a breakfast sandwich. Uh, we're not stopping. Um, I know that there's a place in Providence that makes really good breakfast sandwiches. I forget. I forget where it is or what it's called, but I remember I went through with Seth and Lou once. Well, we're going to have lunch with shrimp. You're gonna have some shrimp for lunch. We had some shrimp for dinner the other day. What kind? Uh, the big ones, jumbo. Was it shrimp scampi? Oh, no, no. Shrimp gumbo. Uh, the first night when we went out to dinner in Providence, we uh, there were six of us, five of us, five, five of us. We decided to get the Poseidon appetizer combo platter, which uh -huh. came with uh, clams and some oysters, some shrimp, some tuna, and uh, it was a good amount of food. But when we got the bill, it was uh, seventy dollars. <laughs> Didn't, Just for the platter. Didn't you look at the price before you ordered it? No, because it's listed as market price. Oh. I suppose you're, you're supposed to ask what market price is for the day. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I don't ever buy anything but, that's market price because I hate seafood. Well, you know, vacation. I guess. You're about to you go on like a workcation. It's the same thing. Do you don't like oyster center? No, why would I like oysters? They're gross. Oh, Shrimp's sister had her oyster for the first time of her life with us. Not impressed. Not impressed. No, because they're gross. They're delightful. Um, my mother says Amos is not supposed to be eating seafood. Ask him about the show he watched. Oh, she did watch it. Good oh, my her. God. Because it is, it is quite eye-opening. Oh, my God. Hour and a half documentary, and boy, oh boy, it's pretty crazy. But it doesn't affect you enough to make any changes. No, it sure did. I was only eating some shellfishes, and you know, it's just big fishes that are a problem, and the people fishing. So, we've talked about you guys were the people here. fishing. You went fishing yesterday. You're the problem. Okay, A, I did not. Oh, Bill's <laughs> eating seafood right now. And B, it's the big plastic nets and the 
big fisherman, not little old me who's too scared to go out in the ocean for an hour. So talk about Suspiracy a little bit. It's a de- documentary on Netflix. I don't want to talk about it. You have to watch it to experience it. Are you going to watch it, Hank? No. What is that? The Seaspiracy one. No, I don't need Fails. to watch it. Tell me I'll fail to please watch it. She I don't think she needs to sad, watch right? it. Is it going to make her sad? Make her what? You cut out. Oh. Sad. Is it going to make her sad? Sad? Yeah. yeah. She will cry, but it's worth it. It doesn't sound worth it. What was the, the one that did the meat slaughterhouses like oh. 10 years ago? Um. Um. You remember that one? It was uh, Fahrenheit 9-11. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. Slaughterhouse-Five. You're the word. Did, are you guys like going through no service land or something? I think so. We got a few little cutouts there. Oh, but... great. That's great for the show. You guys are ruining the show. I'm not. I'm doing a perfect job. Of watching the race. And only do what we can do. From what I hear, you guys are in the show every week. No. Where do you hear that from? Um, I can't throw people on the yeah, was fine. Last week was great because we had rounds on. It was probably the highlight of the year. People love what rounds on. Rounds is quite a joy to talk to, I will say. He's a very uplifting, positive person. Yep. <clears throat> That's rounds in a nutshell. Yeah. I mowed my lawn yesterday. That was exciting. That is exciting. I left all the flowers for Vale, though, because she likes when we have all the flowers on the lawn. Does she... She just likes to look at them? Yeah, they brighten up the neighborhood. And they promote bees. We like bees. Have you repainted your house yet? Nope. What are you waiting for? It's your best signing off like two weeks ago. Week ago. Week ago. It's so nice out today. Maybe I'll do something outside today. I wonder if it's cold. Yeah. It's 61 degrees where we are. Ooh. It's beautiful. Live weather report 51 according to the NOAAs. The NOAAs? <clears throat> Getting up to 63 today. I wonder what the weather is where Ace is. Um, <clears throat> probably cloudy with a chance of meatballs. It's usually pretty good for those live feathers. <laughs> vale lets out some pretty deep sighs during this radio show. <laughs> it's, she's just tired. She told me she didn't sleep well. It's tough for her to listen to this. Um, we got a What's new love seat and a new chair yesterday. That was exciting. What did you get? Is exciting. Well, a new to us love seat and chair. Oh, that's a, that's very exciting. A friend of Vale's was giving away the love seat, so we Sucker. went and picked it up off the side of the road. And when we were there, the lovely people across the street were it like, "Hey, do you want a red swivelly chair?" And we're like, "We'll come and look at it." And then, uh, so we went and looked at it, and it was quite comfortable. And then I saw all these pictures of. Uh, Angelica Ferris on the wall, and I said, "Wait a minute, are you Angelica's parents?" <laughs> and uh, I know sure who enough, she is. it was. So that was a fun little day we had. Oh. That would be really weird if they weren't her parents. <laughs> I sent pictures. Honus yeah. says the weather in Rhode Island is sunny, and there's one cloud that he can see from his window. It's probably that cloud right there. We're almost to Rhode Island. Do you so think you guys actually, are looking at the same cloud? That would be wild. We're actually a full hour from Rhode Island. But I love Honus. Why and don't just, you... He, you're not very far from him. You should say, hey, Honus. No, we're going to go across the bridge. I know I'm going to go across the bridge. It's how I got here. Whatever. Dude. Mike's GPS uh, skills are not up to par on this trip. Well, he's used to going to the other place. That's true. Yeah, promise to. Uh, weather update for Honus's apartment. It is cold. <laughs> nice. Open the door. The window. Turn the heat on. Oh, my back. We're going over the Sagamore Bridge right now. Oh, huh. is it sagging? Uh, not really. No more. Oh, 
It's a really nice canal, though, going... That'll be a long jump. Underneath Again, the Willie's just hearing about this. It's a big bridge, for sure. I pulled a nice little tick out of my neck yesterday. That was fun. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to figure out where the tick could have come from. I don't know, Cape Cod. Well, we didn't, like, exactly go into the woods here. <clears throat> Maybe you just watched into the woods and that was enough to do it. Uh, we rode around Providence in Shrimp's sister's car, which is a dog car. Well, there you have it. And we did find a tick in that car. Mm. But this was two full days later that he found the tick. So mm. could it have transferred from that car to this car? Who knows? Was it actually riding around on his body for two full days? Oh, Did you that. ask it? No, we lit it on fire. <laughs> oh, good. I don't think it had been because, it, you know. It wasn't burrowed in. Yeah, and we, you know, we showered together both nights. And like, you'd think either I or Mike would have noticed him. Uh huh. Why is the silence? Where are you guys? Mm -hmm. Did you talk about the bed being uncomfortable? Was the bed uncomfortable? Uh, I thought one of the three beds were uncomfortable. I thought one of the three were comfortable. Was just okay. the middle one. Oh. <laughs> there were actually six beds, Hank. Wait, what? Why did you get a there hotel was, room for six people? There were six beds over three nights. Oh, I see. We had to have a bed to put all our luggage on and stuff. I'm so confused. Just don't listen to your brother. He's an idiot. Okay. Oh. Um, we've oh. reached the halfway point of this program. Oh, great. That means we're halfway done with this stuff. Do you mind if I ask Bill something? Um, no, he's going to start a commercial. Yeah, wait until I start this commercial. Okay. And we'll turn microphones off and play the commercial. Hello, this is Eugene Newman, director of the Vermont Jazz Center. The VJC is a proud underwriter of WVEW LP Brattleboro. The Jazz Center is located in the Cotton Mill Hill Building in Brattleboro, Vermont. We are an award-winning nonprofit dedicated to creating and preserving jazz through the presentation of workshops, concerts, and instruction. For further information, check us out online at www.vtjazz.org. All right. Thank you to the Vermont Jazz Center for being an underwriter. Um. Okay, Amos wanted to ask Vale a question. This hasn't been vetted by the the uh, our our PR team. <laughs> this is just so a blind question. Just make a real big deal out of this. All I yeah. really want to know is I just seen a little Animal Crossing update from the Vale. Oh. Like oh. I don't think she's played it in a week. Yeah, I haven't played it in a week. I fell oh, off. I fell dear. off of it. Because, you know, it's not really that fun of a game. It, it seemed like a lot of work, and I already have to do work in my day-to-day. -day. I had to chop down all those trees and water flowers, and it seemed uh, demanding. We don't even water the real flowers yeah, in the house. exactly. <laughs> Mike is actually shedding a tear right now. That's not true. I'll probably go through phases, but I can't check in every day. It's too much. Oh, you're not going to get to Nook Miles. I know. I know. It's sad. You may as well not even play. <laughs> uh, wow. So you're not going to check in every day and tend the island? It's not even worth playing. It's, he is so disappointed. I just want to play a game when I want to play the game. I don't want it to, like, demand me to play the game, you know? That is one of the problems with that particular game. Yes, that is a fair point. It is. You have to sort of play it every day for a certain amount of time. It's kind of a lifestyle devotion. Yeah, I can't do it. Well, I uh, beat the story of the Mario you gave me, but now I need to go and collect all the moons. 
Yeah, there's a lot of boons. There's a and lot. Must, and it keeps <laughs> opening more levels, right? Did you get to all, like the moon and stuff like that? Oh yeah. Yeah, it is fun though. Yeah, it's pretty I like good. The, I like when it goes throwback and turns into like the original Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it's pretty fun. The little flat it's, levels. I like that. I like that game. Yeah, they like to watch me play on the TV and help me find the stars. The moons. Or the moons. I keep calling them stars because for, you know, for 30 years I called them stars. That's very nice of your wife. Yeah, she's a wonderful person. Oh, man. We get to hear Mike's directions. So if anybody wants to find these fools, you can. Just listen closely to where Mike's telling Amos to drive, and you can find them. We just got off the Cape, and we're headed towards uh, 195. Gonna take us to Providence. We're in Buzzards Bay. It's your wonder. Beautiful Buzzards Bay right now. Under the water, Sour. Um, oh, that's right. Either last week or two weeks ago, I can't remember, when we were trying to think of something to say. It must have been two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, our mystery texter uh, asked about a Hank and Mike show sweatshirt update. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, and there is no update. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I believe... I found some websites on the internet where you can, you know, design shirts and stuff, and people can go there and order them, but it seems like a lot of work. And I, you can all, you also, like, set the price of them, but I don't know what to price it at and how much money we want to make the radio station. Probably 500 bucks a shirt would be my guess. I guess if we I only mean, made one. Ultimately, it'd be pretty much the minimum, like five bucks, right? I don't know. You don't want to overcharge. No. But, like, if we're going to say it's for the radio station, but actually take it all for ourselves, I want to make some money. Well, I was going to say, how much of that's going into your pocket? <laughs> all of it, of course. Brown said he would trade you a beaver corpse for one. He probably would, though. I know. Um, what else do I have in my notes? I don't know. Entertainment, sports, the, the norm, the use. Well, there's the story about the uh, the guy that's buying everything in southern Vermont. I did not read that story. He bought the Reformer, right? He just bought the Reformer and the, I think, the Bennington Banner and the Manchester one. And, uh, yeah, he's buying everything around here. And then the VT Digger just did a article on him, which was great because I've been Googling him trying to find out things about him, but then I get to all these legal things and I don't understand any of the words. But I don't know. I still don't trust him, but we'll see what happens. So was the VT Digger article worth a read then? Uh, a little bit, I guess. I mean, it doesn't give you a ton of information. Do you not trust him because he's Russian? I believe he's from Belarus, but no, I just don't trust people with a ton of money that come in and buy up everything that's possible to buy. It is questionable. I, I read the article as well, and it's, it's all very questionable. Yeah, and he he mentioned that you know he's buying all this stuff, and people are upset about it because he kept saying jealousy, jealousy. But to me, it's just I don't trust him well it's absolutely not jealousy no it's that people don't trust you yeah absolutely so we'll see what happens we will i mean i will say on the flip side of things the outlet center is looking rather rather uplifting the outlet center looks great and you know a lot of people around here are getting work from it which is nice these are the people that are not sitting in unemployment doing nothing i assume what did he just say? Something about unemployment. Well, I don't know what you just said. Something about unemployment. Okay. Nothing. Just ignore it. It's Mike just talking. It's not me talking. I'm interested to see this glass house he's building in Guilford. I haven't heard that either. He's yeah, building a. Uh, he's building a fully glass house. Uh, 
the basement will be the like bedrooms and bathroom and uh everything above ground is it's just glass so that could so be weird and i guess i don't know i don't know what is the cat eating now what is that they say about glass houses say? uh if you're in there throw rocks big ones Who's eating my crust? Oh, the cat is a little scavenger. Yeah, she's totally a scavenger. Bad kitty. Bill, how, how, how about a joke this morning? What do you got? Nope. <laughs> You're not Bill. Anything good in the world of entertainment? <laughs> we can get into entertainment. Um, I didn't really do any entertaining this week. In the last two nights, we have watched Beverly Hills Cop and Beverly Hills Cop 2. Ooh, excellent choice. And I haven't seen any of these Beverly Hills Cop movies in a long time. And I, there's this scene that I kept just waiting to happen the whole first movie, and it didn't happen. I'm like, oh, it must be in the second one. And then the, we started watching the second one last night, and I'm like, this isn't going where I think it's going. Oh, that's right. I was thinking of Fletch the whole time. <laughs> The wrong movie. The Fletcher completely Line. no, not Fletcher Line. The movie Fletch, starring Chevy Chase. No. So I was way off. So did the Beverly Hills Cop hold up? Oh yeah, they're great. Did you enjoy them, Bale? Yep, I like them. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're time. Yeah. Oh boy, this is gonna be close. Honey. Oh, sorry, I'm watching the race again. I'm hungry. What? I watched a little bit of the original Naked Gun the other night, and that was also excellent. Wow. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. I also started Cheers. Oh, yeah, Vale started watching Cheers. That young Ted Danson. Oh, wow, what a handsome fellow. From the very beginning, huh? Yeah. Yeah, when did that show start airing? 1947, I think. I don't know. Do you know when it started? No. If only I had a computer just, near me. I like Ted Danson with the gray hair, though. What? You were just a young lad in 47. 1982. When I was negative three. It's funny, because I was positive three. Weird. Oh, my nose is just itching up a storm. When we were driving out to the Cape... I called your mother, and she gave us an interesting little story about the cape. She and our cousin Phoebe and another rode bikes up the whole cape, and it took them several days to camp out in the fields. Huh. Isn't that pretty exciting? You know about your mother? Why didn't you guys do that? My bike broke. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. You've got time for that. You're going to double this. Take it out next time. Uh, I didn't actually do any entertainment this week, really, that I can think of. Um, I can't think of anything else either. There must have been something. That new Jason Statham movie came out on Thursday night, and really wanted to watch it, but none of the movie theaters in Cape Cod were open. Um, what, Jason Statham made a new movie? Yeah, the new movie with Jason Statham. Was it called The Transporter 8? Uh, yes. No. No, it's called Wrath of Man. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. I so saw it on the marquee at the Latches. It's at Latches? I believe so. I saw it on the marquee. Maybe I could get to the Latches tonight. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I noticed it when we were walking downtown during Gallery Walk on Friday. Oh my god, oh my god, how was that? <laughs> yeah, we need a Gallery Walk update. Oh, so mad. Okay. I'm bummed that missed out on Gallery Walk. First of all, you guys gotta chill. Did you see the clown show that was in the window at Vermont uh, Artisans? No, didn't see that. Uh, basically. Did not. Zoe met us here. We all went downtown, and Ian met us at the parking garage. And then we walked over to Amy's because our friend Becca had some delicious baked treats. Pastries. Uh, 
These donuts she made were stupid good. I saw that on the internet. Those sound good. Yeah, they were they were like munchkins, but much bigger. But that same kind of like filled ball idea. Uh, I had a Boston cream one that was absolutely a delight, and Vale had one that was a lemon cream mm -hmm. that was even better. Do you think something like that you could make at home? Not me, no. If you like tried. Me, no. Definitely not. Amos says, of course, you can make anything if you try. I really think that she needs to open a donut shop in Brattleboro. This, uh, this girl? Yeah. Becca. Becca Mears on yep. the Instagram. Well, I know there's a few uh, available places. Yeah. Like Amy's. Yeah, well, who knows what's going to happen with that. I might um, buy it. How, how was the rest of the gallery walk, though? Oh, uh, then we went into Harmony Lot and walked around the the main street flea vendors and you know it was really weird to see a lot of people out at once again i saw ezra Disler was set up in harmony yeah ezra was, was he there. selling those sweet puzzles that he has yeah he had puzzles and prints i really want to buy one of those puzzles buy a puzzle why well, I, I wasn't at gallery walk you could probably contact him yeah that's a lot of work um, well, yeah, it was really weird to, like, be around people. I'm not sure how I felt about it. Uh, it turns out that I... What? Did anyone ask you for a cigarette? No. Wow. Town's cleaned it up. It turns out I, I, saw, I just don't really like being around a lot of people. I saw that, uh, Molly on Drums was performing in Elliott Street. Yeah, they were drumming and... Did you, did you catch that performance? No, I think we left before that all happened. Uh, we all were getting hungry and forgot that uh, during gallery walk, food takes a long time and you can't get it downtown. Who was, who was set up for food? Well, I think Stone Church and Thai Hut had food in the street. And then originally we went into Elliott Street Fish Chips and more to get some fish and chips and more. But they said it would be at least an hour, so we buzzed right Holy out of there. Holy smokes. Really? Yeah. And uh, we basically just uh, ordered some Ramuntos, and Ian went and picked it up, and we went home and ate it. And you didn't see the Vermont Artisans display? Nope. Bummer. Is it a bummer? You know that my pa was sitting in the window of Vermont Artisans. I don't know that. Doing a live painting. Wow, he's like a model. Yeah, so he had this cool mirror thing set up so that you could basically look over his shoulder at the mirror and then you could see the work as he was doing it. Mm. But apparently you didn't see that, so never mind. Nope, didn't go past Vermont Artisans. Ah, bummer. Did see Lizzie and Lenny. Oh, nice. That's my mom and my sister. Yeah. And Pete, I believe Ginger was there too, in fact. Who? Little Gingy. Oh, Gingy, nice. Oh, She's a firecracker. The cat is just into the squirrels outside right now. Yeah, I gotta come up with a Mother's Day thing for my mother. Sing her a song. Maybe she wants to go to that movie with me. I doubt it. That seems like it's up her alley. <laughs> Probably not, you're right. Uh, I was yeah. thinking about buying her some sweet saltwater taffy from Cape Cod, but that didn't happen. No. It's a thought that counts, though. Yeah, I thought about it. There you go. I'm hungry. You have 12 minutes. <laughs> um, what else do we have? Anything? Uh, well, entertainment, sports... Round says we. Round says we skipped softball that wasn't entertaining. So. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah, we all skipped softball practice on Friday because there was a practice. Who cares? We drove. We drove back for it. No, I didn't so forget. I didn't want to go. We're, like, we're not going to 
Oh, I just didn't want to go, so I didn't. We have a very special listener right now, just tuned in. Who that? Aaron Uden. Oh, hey Aaron. Oh, I, sure, I sure like Aaron. Aaron Uden, the owner of Dayglow Spa. Uh, I should get my mom a gift certificate to Dayglow. Yeah, and you should Smart. tell her to be an underwriter on WVW. What'd you say? And you should tell her to be an underwriter of WVW. Yeah, you should be an underwriter for WVW. There you go. I want to go there. You should get me a gift certificate. Um, you should get Vale a gift certificate, she says, also. <laughs> when's, your no, when's your birthday, Vale? August. All right. Ooh, August what? It's in 25th. my calendar. Why? <laughs> August twenty fifth. Are you guys gone? Did you stop? No. What'd you say? I missed that. Oh my god. Uh, I will say that I visited Aaron a few times, uh, the spa, and I enjoyed myself thoroughly. Yeah. How's your back look? Well, I, that was last year. It looks fine. Oh, good. It's fat. Update. It's really hairy. Oh boy. <laughs> well, you better get back in that spa and get ready for summer. Uh, maybe when I get home from this road trip and start exercising again. Ooh. What else was there on my mind? Would you like to update the listening community on your living situation? Nope. It's the same. Are you oh. talking to Hank? No, I was talking to you about your possibility of moving into your kitchen. Nope. <laughs> I don't know why I would tell anybody that story, but I like to say the untold stories. You mean invited him to live here? Yeah, we've invited Mike to rent a room from us. That's potential. I could end up moving into Hank's house sometime in the next year and a half, two years. Yeah. We're going to have a house here. Nope. <laughs> That's... We're not going to have a house. At all. I thought you were going to have a house. No, people need to understand we are not having a house. Oh, this guy needs to get pulled over right now. What are you doing? Pull that guy over. Get that truck. What are you doing then if you're not going to have a house? Are you going to live in tent? Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's very defensive. Yeah. Mike's got secrets. No, I don't have any secrets. He gets a, he gets a little, little sound. People think that he and I are actually sharing a house and the other one's just going to be for a stop. Um, what other one? It's all one house, I thought. No. Two houses. Two separate houses connected by a garage. Creating one big house. Yeah, I don't even know if that's necessary to happen. We gotta figure that out. We have a lot to figure out. Absolutely. We're not even close to that. Not even. I think he doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, I just got a Pet of the Week nominee from Honus. He says, the Fisher cat that was spotted in the parking lot of his apartment building. <laughs> Again, I, I need a photo evidence of this. You could very well just be making this up for all I know. Yeah, did, didn't the Honus nominate like a raccoon a couple weeks ago too or something? Oh, or? speaking of raccoons, thank you. Oh, Holy right. moly. So about, I don't know, four o'clock this morning, I hear a crash and a bang downstairs outside. So I go, and I'm like, finally, I hear the jerks knocking over my compost bucket on my porch so i go downstairs and i turn on the light and completely unfazed and waddling down the steps is the fattest raccoon i have ever seen in my life the thing had to have weighed 100 pounds you should call rounds it might have just been a striped bear it was so big and my cat my cat did nothing what's your cat gonna do I don't know. Let me know that there's an intruder. Your cat's not even going to let you know that there's an intruder. Yeah, she didn't. Let alone fight it. Well, I, she would get... That thing could probably have eaten her with one bite and just swallowed her whole. this dog probably would have, like, barked at it or something. Yeah, I'm glad I don't have a dog because it would have been so annoying. <laughs> so so my question is is this said raccoon which we again don't have photographic evidence of is this your nominee for pet of the week because I'm both in a fisher cat no it's my nominee for pest of the week ooh I give you that oh god it was so big 
I need to. I need to trap it. They're disgusting creatures. Oh, let's have one as a pet. Vale wants a raccoon as a pet. I think she wants a pet raccoon. Yeah, I think she watched Guardians of the Galaxy too many times. Yeah. Drew Christensen and his wife Brittany have a couple pet raccoons. Wait, what? (laughs) Drew and Brittany and Vernon they have a few pet raccoons that they feed and they live on their deck. They look very adorable. That's awful. I'm just encouraging Vale to make this thing a pet. (laughs) Oh, baby raccoons! Uh, Cat one. No. Our cat's got a striped tail. That's close enough. Do you think it was a mama raccoon? If it was a pregnant mother raccoon, it must have had 40 babies inside of it. The thing was enormous. I I can't even... I can't properly describe how big this raccoon was. I think it broke the porch from walking on it. How did you not snap a picture? Because my phone was upstairs and I was downstairs. I don't know. Did you think it was a bear, did you say? No, it was the size of a bear. It was clearly a raccoon. No, when, you, when it knocked over your thing. No, I, I was pretty sure it was the raccoon that knocks it over almost every night. But this was no. the only time that I actually heard it happen live. So every night it knocks over your, your uh, compost? Yeah, just about. I need to put a bungee on that thing. I was just gonna say, how long before you secure it better? Uh, what? How long a have year. we been here? <laughs> Fifteen months. Maybe you should leave it and get a little game camera and check this check this baby out, and see what she does. That seems like a lot of work. It's not. You could capture it, put a little tracking device on it, <clears throat> and feed it to Rance's beavers. You could actually catch it and leave it at Rance's house. Oh. You could turn it into a Davy Crockett, maybe. I could have a raccoon-tailed hat. Yeah. Sweet. We're running out of time here pretty quick, Hank. I know. Isn't it wonderful? It always is, you know. I'm always so relieved when it's over. I'm thinking next week maybe just take the week off. Oh. Probably not. Maybe in two weeks. I don't really want to call in from the road. No. Well, maybe I'll make rounds come over and do the show with me. Yeah, maybe do that. We'll see. I mean, I'll have the ability to call it, but it just depends on where we are. So you're leaving Monday, which means you're not going to be at the softball game on Thursday. Oh, I totally forgot. I wanted to talk about how excited I am that I'm skipping two weeks of softball. Yeah, I don't know if I'll be there either. It seems like a lot. No, you will. Six games of softball I'm going to skip in two weeks. Wait, we have six games in two weeks? No, because you're only on one team. Oh, that's right. Thank goodness. Why would you be on two teams? I'm not. (laughs) It's double the games for him to skip. I paid for two teams. I'm not actually on any team. Huh. Interesting. I don't have a t-shirt. I'm not showing up. Now, there's a little story I'd like to get into is softball uniforms. Why have them? Why have them? Yeah, we don't need uniforms in softball. Team camaraderie. Why do you have them in basketball? Huh? Why do you have them in basketball? So they know what numbered person to give the fouls to? Yeah, but you could just sharpie a number on the back. It's a great point. Well, because both teams are out there at the same time, like, all in a cluster, and you need to be able to tell each other from me, the two teams from each other? No. You are part of a team, and you will represent the sponsors that paid for this team on your shirt, and you will like it. Yeah, we'll see. Fair enough. Is Vail excited to come cheerlead at all the games? She's probably not going to come to any games. That would up her lifetime total to zero. Yeah, why? I mean, they're so boring. <laughs> Eric said he can join you next week on the porch talk. Oh, good. <sighs> Almost done. I'm. I'm oh, I want some more donuts. Oh yeah, I want more of those donuts too. I also would eat some of those donuts. I, I bet you can find a donut place in Providence. Didn't Shrimp say there was a really good one? She did. Let's do that. Yeah, there is. Asa brought donuts to my wedding. <laughs> Oh, those are good. 
Glenn wants to know if I'm going to ride bikes with him. Are you going to ride bikes? They're going for a ride right now. I'm so hungry. How am I going to ride a bike? Uh, <coughs> Tim Thrasher, Glenn, uh, Keen, and Rowan. I bet you why it'll go. Great. Oh, that's I a nice portalette they got right there. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. I gotta decide if I'm gonna go bike ride. <clears throat> uh, Mike may or may not be involved next week. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how you and Ralph do. Enjoy, Ralph. Hey, Ralph. That rhythm coming up next. And uh, my guy is currently in fifth place. There's your race update. I just, I just want to say, Piccolo still smells. Yeah, well, we're off the air. <laughs> yeah, but you're still recording. <clears throat> That's true. Not anymore.